Welcome to Movement is My Constant. In this podcast, I invite movement researchers to share their embodied knowledge through open conversations as inspiration for organizations and leaders to design the future of work. Funnily enough, in Surrendering is Empowerment too, right? So that, that's that, that vulnerability that we find where we actually tap into courage and that's true strength. with Melanie Gensler, the founder of Integrative Health Guide. Today's episode will be about the body, the container. That's a word we will also be referring to. In this body, we can experience certain states through the connection between sensations, thoughts, and emotions. Such states are of empowerment and surrender. Join me and Melanie as we explore these states and bring you unique ideas about rest, recovery, and rehabilitation as empowering sources of growth and strength. Today, I invite you to tune in into your body as we present you a pillar of sustainability and resilience, stability. Hi, Melanie. Welcome. Hi, Anna. Thank you. Happy that you're here again. Yes, Thank always you so a pleasure. Much. Um, stability. What do you mean with stability? Yeah, so stability is um, the ideal uh, state from the perspective of the body. So really, um, as you just introduced, um, uh, stability really in a great way, it is reconnecting to the physiological body, um, feeling resilience in that. And that's why, right, I refer to the state's empowerment and surrendering. Um, and there, and there's a lot of ways, um, to, uh, really, uh, define it of course, as well, and a more tangible, um, matter. And I'm really excited to be exploring that with you today. Um, you were tapping into the physiological state and the, the feeling states. Can you can you elaborate on that? So, are you referring to now um, feeling state like the empowerment and surrendering? What does it do in our bodies? How mm. do you feel it? Where do you feel it? Yeah. So, an empowerment state, um, most tangible way of feeling it is uh, standing, broad shoulders, two feet on the ground, really feeling the balance on your left side and on your right side, or possibly the lack thereof, but that still is a stance to feel empowerment, the empowerment state. Then surrendering is actually more or less the complete opposite. It is the lying down, right? It's um, uh, also, again, which I didn't mention actually in the empowerment state, is always finding rest in that. So maybe feeling the, that empowerment, um, but then with the broad shoulders, right, you start out with leaning back, having it um, align with your hips, but then you're going to breathe into then a rest position. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we actually get confused. Empowerment, it needs to be excess, just like surrendering. It needs to be excess of letting go. No, there's actually... Um, 
a little hint of empowerment to be felt in both and the most common um, uh, right way of feeling uh, or I should say most trendy or most uh, uh, commercial way of feeling empowerment is in that stance and that's and why do I say commercial or trendy is because funnily enough in surrendering is empowerment too right so that that's that that vulnerability that we find where we actually tap into courage mm -hmm. and that's true strength right mm -hmm. from a mm -hmm. wise perspective not from a deeper perspective not that superficial so if we go more from so feeling right can be defined as a sensation but a feeling can also be defined as emotion again sensation is the body mm -hmm. um, emotion is more that mental um, mm -hmm. aspect of things so um, if we are referring to the body those are those stances that I just referred to if we're referring to emotions um, empowerment is very closely related to anger mm. so that's why um, there's it's becoming much more common um, uh, anger issues and actually the necessity in our society to treat the emotion anger because that's actually the emotion that moves us into an empowered state. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter, though, of guiding it properly. That's that lack of knowledge that we've had because of the lack of emotional intelligence as to how can we actually, in a healthy manner, um, work with anger. Mm -hmm. And then um, surrendering is um, letting go, uh, grief, um, sadness. Um, there's, there's a reason why you feel better after you cry. Because that's, again, um, a sense of strength that you're tapping into, a sense of um, this is where I'm at and that's okay. Um, and the whole, whole wholesomeness and acceptance is found there. Also strength. Also, um, and, and, and it's the, um, funnily enough, it, at the end of the day, it's the breaking through the taboos and diving into your individual relationships all around the movements, postures, and emotions of um, uh, these states. So you've just tapped into the whole uh, uh, spectrum mm -hmm. of these uh, yes. states. Yeah. Uh, I would like to break it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so when you were talking about uh, when you started with the with the body, I was really listening to mm -hmm. you and just mm -hmm. also making some adjustments and see, okay, how does this feel? And it's very interesting the the sense of empowerment, just opening opening up indeed those shoulders, making sure there's an alignment. I also felt rest because there was this sense of of balancing my body, so I could feel secure in it. I was I was held by it. Mm. And then I imagined when you were talking about this surrender state, I imagined myself when I am in that surrender. Uh, it could be uh, in a meditation state, or it could be just in that you know, uh, blissful rest just before sleep that we really uh, let go. And I feel very much around the, the hips. So that whole space that we can hold so much tension, there's a lot there that we can explore to just uh, let go. And that in that lying down state, I also feel it helps in our uh, vertical state in the walking. Uh, so they're very, very well connected indeed. So I was just trying to experiencing that. Um, and I, yeah, I love that you tapped into the your personal mm -hmm. um, experience with it because that's the thing, right? Um, there is uh, most common knowledge around um, empowerment being a standing position. Mm. Um, and 
surrendering being a lying down position. Um, that's just how it's over years and years and uh, for generations that that's just been the most common way, right? It's um, uh, our, uh, how do you call it? It's the uh, presumption or assumption of how it should feel like what exactly. it is. Mm-hmm. But it could be completely opposite. It could be very different. But it's all very um, independent. It's just these are certain tools to discover what is it that you feel. Mm-hmm. Is it this? And um, uh, it, it does create a certain alignment from the now Chinese medicine, meridian, um, energetic uh, roots throughout our body chakra system that will, mm-hmm. um, that they go by, that will also um, connect you to these states. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's always important, that's what you were tapping into, again, what is it that I'm feeling? What's my relationship to it, to it in, on an individual level? Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, I do agree that, um, right, our uh, organs um, uh, for life are found in our lower parts of our body. So life meaning structural, um, life meaning life-giving, um, and uh, detoxification. Mm-hmm. So whatever comes in, comes out. So therefore, that's a lot around as well the hip area that we um, are needing to move that hip as well. So if we um, uh, right go into one step deeper, the uh, standing position is maybe more seen as the structural part um, or masculine. And then the um, movement of the hips is actually a great, is a very fundamental exercise for females. Why is twerking such a thing? Mm. Why is um, salsa, Latin dancing, becoming more and more present in commercial um, uh, commercially, that is because uh, of the empowerment aspect and um, the uh, um, becoming empowered, but also letting go the whole cycle of it, which will it it is held through the structural and through um, the pelvic area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like that you're tapping into these very specific mo- movements and an area in the mm-hmm. pelvic area. And I know that you're also uh, creating your own uh, movements. I've experienced those movements. movements. Uh, it's very interesting. And I was wondering if you wanted to talk a little bit about it in light of, you Thank know, you. Rooting, yeah. grounding. Yeah, so the sessions that I provide... Um, uh, through my programs, and I am planning on also providing it through workshops and classes, is called Mindful Movement. Um, it's, in other words, a yoga-inspired dance, or dance-inspired yoga. Why do I say this? Because it's combining mindfulness and um, different types of movements. Um, so it's not the uh, so yoga is coming from the mindfulness part. It's funny, we always associate yoga immediately to the postures, right? That's the most common. But yoga actually is the breakdown of three different things together. Otherwise, you're not doing yoga. It is movements. It doesn't actually mean what type of movement. doesn't matter. Breath and focus. Having those three elements, then you're doing yoga. Mm-hmm. So I am 
I believe in um, the versatility of movements, uh, also for muscle memory, continuous growth, development, um, rather that be mind, body, uh, uh, essence or spirit. And um, therefore I am combining usually uh, yoga postures or stretches, body weight exercises, and dance, different dance elements. Uh, it's very, the movement practice is very connected to music and utilizing music actually also for healing and guidance and self-discovery, self-exploration, um, and uh, acceptance and empowerment, of course. Um, so yeah, it's really the this connection to, between movement and music. Um, mm -hmm. And the classes range from empowerment to uh, letting go to just in general feeling um, so it's it's really coming from definitely a physiological movement you will break a sweat mm -hmm. um, uh, but also coming from compassion um, and, and, and discovery because that's what I always found was missing in movement sessions is uh, just actually giving you tools and you get to experience it um, it's been so focused on physiological and functional which is really valuable as well but that I think is very important to um, understand that that is not what so um, my classes are not paying I, I am very functional and therefore it is a value to me to uh, get the clients uh, the customers to understand the participants to understand that those movement sessions please um, be attentive to what you can and cannot where your limits are because I'm not there to uh, support you structurally. Mm. I'm there to support you emotionally mm. Um, mm. Uh, and um, energetically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I am grateful that I have experienced your your classes already. It's very, uh, yeah, it's very empowering. But uh, I like that you tapped into the discovery process, because you also mentioned uh, before, you know, the the trendy, the more commercial approach to these explorations, like the salsa, etc. Sometimes they can come with a sort of achievement. I want to be more sensual. I exactly. want to learn these steps, or exactly. and then you move away from your yeah, body. No, we're right? not achieving. Exactly, we are so achieving growth. We but, are achieving, yeah, yeah. but that's not. We don't use even that word in that sense. Exactly. that you're not seeking something. Exactly, uh, you're just there in that moment, and uh, I feel that also the fact that you are not, you know, in presence there, it also helps to okay, just be with what you have. Mm. Uh, so there's a. There's, there's room for, there's a lot of flexibility mm. there. Um, yeah, so the online version yes, is where, instance. of course, I'm not there. And mm -hmm. then the offline version is, I'm we're, we're there. So the live version, we're there, but we all have our own headphones. So, it's um, like a silent disco. Yeah, it is, in <laughs> yeah. a sense it is. Yeah, yeah in a sense exactly. it is. Yeah, and yeah. the ideal version is that um, live, it's in nature as well. That's mm, really the most mm, impactful. Mm, mm, mm. That, that brings me to, to uh, two things. Uh, so in, our, uh, in your sessions, you eventually lead us to a moment of journaling, mm -hmm. which is very uh, interesting to, uh, to take the, that moment of you, you have been very physical and then you enter a new state yeah. when you start journaling. Mm. And the other thought that we can tap further on is the relationship in that offline place you have a relationship. You are you are surrounded by people. You have their energy, and you have the nature obviously mm. around you. So that's something that we can explore further on. But maybe first with the journaling, 
what state are we entering then? What are we exploring? What what does it bring us to this more mental, you know? Whereas I, I feel that the journaling gives us the more connection between our what happened in our body and the journaling. Journaling just organizes your mind. Yeah, so um, it's uh, just creating. So it's not an emotional state. Mm-hmm. We are. I mean, if we it is emotional state, it's a sense of peace and calm that mm-hmm. we actually start tapping into after a movement practice. Um, it's really allowing for a deeper mind-body connection. Yeah. So one thing is experiencing it, but I think another thing is once we see it outside of ourselves, just simply jotting down words on a piece of paper, it, yeah, it's suddenly, something shifts. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, a key element in the... Uh, in our process, in our health process, to, or in our self-discovery process, to really see that element outside of ourselves. Exactly, and it moves away from too much cognitivity and and really as well uses the body well. and the information that is there in the body, giving you all. There's a lot of of, of uh, words in your body that we don't uh, ac- have access to. So I would also be interested in yeah the the stability for. In that, what I was just tapping into the relationships. Like, mm-hmm. can you elaborate? Because we talked about yeah. this, and I want you to. Uh, yeah. yeah. So when the more that we can tap into the different states of ourselves, mm-hmm. the more we also, um, yeah, understand our own emotions, how we process emotions, how they're connected to certain thoughts. So it's really diving into creating that mind-body connection. The more we feel stable, the more we feel stable, the more we feel clear with our words in our communication to ourself. Because, um, I mean, with, uh, of course, the um, discovery of self, the other element within mindfulness is being compassionate. Uh, really, that not developing that non-violent communication, meaning that curious mindset, um, observing mindset, balanced mindset. It's the combination of those elements. Then, um, a healthy mind. Uh, that then you will be able to be clear in your communication and therefore um, be clear in your relationships. Or in, I think more importantly, right in your. Um, not just your personal relationships, but actually also in your professional ones, what you want to uh, contribute in this world, right? That's a really big sense of empowerment and actually instability is what is it that we're contributing? And it doesn't have to be a big thing. Uh, One of my mentors once said to me, if you don't do big things, do small things in big ways. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that is really, really important, especially in this day and age. But yeah, it's really incredible, not just for myself, but also seeing others witnessing this development um, around personal understanding, um, mind-body connection, and seeing how it really truly impacts your relationships. Mm -hmm. And that's stability. Mm -hmm. I really, uh, it's interesting that you tapped, that you brought the nonviolent communication because it can become very cognitive. I have experienced uh, Mm. a course uh, around it. And then it, it brings a lot of, of thoughts, 
how should I put this? What's the mm. best way, etc. Mm. And uh, it's interesting to come from the perspective of, of body first mm. uh, and exploring. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, like I said at the beginning, it's an ideal perspective. Mm. Unfortunately, our emotions um, were so simulated on a daily basis. Mm. It is damn hard to get there. Yeah. Um, that's why we continue to fall off the wagon. It's normal. Mm. Um Right, that's where the uh, the decision of ownership and commitment then takes place. That mm. you commit to um, the idea of okay, um, I'm gonna fall off, but that doesn't mean I'm I'm not gonna try again. Mm. Um, but I think also it's really important that body element. I've had really impactful teachers mm. um, that I would like to briefly mention mm-hmm. in my process. Why is it that I incorporate um, dance with yoga? My main teachers in court, and, and they are both uh, they they're the two separate elements. So um, Kim Torrens um, from Union uh, Yoga Studio in Houston, mm-hmm. um, she uh, I did my yoga two hundred hour yoga training uh, with her, and then Elana um, Meta um, from uh, the the Meta Method and her How to Wild course. That was a yoga uh, that was a dance course, mm-hmm. and those were really. Yeah, just really impactful on my own awareness of or my uh, growth of mind-body connection because they both brought not just the movements but this meaning to movements. Kim Torrance was really around relationships mm-hmm. um, and in our in your needs, and um, uh, uh, Elana was really about contribution, contribution, and her message is around a lot about um, contributing to. Uh, for the planet so yeah it's been um it was really lovely to uh, have those as my teachers and that's what really um was a big uh, chunk in the stability element of my message i wanted to continue talking about stability as a as a means for security i would like to tap into the security aspect Mm -hmm. like you just pointed out the small steps the small uh the small big things you can do for change mm. instead of thinking a bit about the big picture. What is your take on that? Um, I think that's why we ideally say to start with the body because mm-hmm. that's where security is then found. Mm-hmm. Um, the stability, I think it's a really great um, way of seeing it that it's also security. Mm-hmm. Um, but not just right security in body, but security in self. Um, in expression. Mm-hmm. Um, I think expression is a very key element there. Mm-hmm. So in the current context, mm-hmm. how does mm-hmm. stability play a role? Mm-hmm. You mean with um, COVID? With COVID. Yeah, 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 and, and physical distancing, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's actually really interesting because we're uh, being, um, uh, we are being granted a lot of room Mm-hmm. to create stability for ourselves mm-hmm. funnily enough on the true in the true manner outside of job outside of how we look outside of um, uh, finances we're actually giving the opportunity to finally discover ourselves more take care of our bodies I mean the amount of people that I came across that finally could rest they mm-hmm. actually finally committed to rest t- cooking in the kitchen um, going on long walks or going taking more uh, time for their uh, their bodies, whether that be um, bathing or bathing more or um, moving more. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's been, so that's where, again, it's the relationship to it. 
Um, so now coming from the sense of security, yeah, I mean, from an economic standpoint, from a society standpoint, it's like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, but from a physiological standpoint, if you allow yourself to check in, truly connect, really just take a second, you'll realize that it has been an incredible gift. And the gift to create stability or that mind-body connection, will you take it? That's up to you. Sure, exactly. That's that's the question, right? How mm-hmm. are you going to now step into back into your mm-hmm. places and, and also deal with uh, change? Because uh, namely, uh, interactions have changed, space has changed, the space where we work, uh, going back to the office, quote-unquote. Um, there, people have found that it is possible to feel uh, aligned with different uh, ways. Yeah. Know, online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also uh, particularly enjoy the part of remote work. I find it very interesting how it has shifted so much. Prior to any COVID, it was really there's a very sensitive topic: the remote working from home traveling and work, etc., for at least especially in the corporate sector. And all of a sudden that had an abrupt uh, change. So it goes both ways, right? Yeah, I'm really curious because now um, uh, I'm really curious how the communication will and has been because, yeah, that's of course what has been hit hard. Mm-hmm. And it actually requires, as we said, the mind-body connection to maintain that. Exactly. Or even optimize that exactly. communication. Because I would say optimize communication has been, in general, quite bad within corporations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because at some point we are talking about the individuals that come with this uh, stability, you know, that can create self-development and etc. But what happens when we talk about organizations as an uh, yeah, an organ, you know, an organism, um, and they also have to tap into stability. They also have to create new ways of exactly a sense of security. Exactly. So it's a very uh, it's it's really a huge challenge for these. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's very much about uh, smartly allocating the finances slash how to be most cost saving. It's mm. really becoming a shift in mentality. We need to be probably more focused on cost saving sure sure but that can create also a lot of um can deviate the conversation of of achievement achievement versus okay uh let's focus on the quality of communication let's focus on you know still delivering security and a space for people to be back but having that as it's such a massive mindset Mm -hmm. if they realize that Mm -hmm. if they come from a cost saving perspective Mm -hmm of um, uh, shifting the mindset that they need to do have more clients versus taking care of their clients it's a much easy much it's a, actually a business strategy that comes then from ease mm-hmm. versus from and 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 much more satisfaction because it's much more people focused for people focus versus the increase in numbers which yeah, there's there. It actually takes much more time to acquire a new client than just take care sure. of your current one. What I hear now is a lot of energy. So a lot of energy in that sense of of um, 
not wanting but if we are tapping into this very financial world very the clients world so there's a lot of building up of, of objectives goals and I was trying to go into the surrender state the, that experiencing surrender we have security we have this empowerment but surrender really is it only about letting go is it only about you know what is it surrender just to link it to the business surrendering is changing the mindset of cost saving mm. to cost sorry to cost saving that's already a um in a, mm. a, a tangible example of surrendering okay um because you're having to let go of the idea of achieving but actually you're it, it's just a mindset switch of your relationship to the lower vibrations mm. to uh sadness mm. to grief mm. to um um yeah, letting go to uh, disappointment. If we accepted more of those emotions, you would feel the strength. Yes. It's really, that's really all that is. And then we go back into communication. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's a, like a complete, it's almost like a, a circle of it is. things that's always ongoing. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um... And music is a really lovely support in yeah yeah you're you're good at that like again in the in the mindful movements uh, session mindful movement sessions uh, it's very interesting to to hear the music that you are tapping into um, actually maybe do you want to talk a little bit about because I really like the playlist uh, not that you need to go into deep but you know that flow of mm. of arriving and then what you experience just from a music perspective yeah i mean it's so it's very uh dependent on right the intention of mm. uh the session mm -hmm. but the example um that i uh, one of my favorite playlists um refers to just the simplicity of feeling mm -hmm. right in our society it's sometimes really hard just to feel what is actually going on because um, we're just so overstimulated. so movement is helping the process together with music and music um, from the uh, that from that perspective can help you feel first and foremost maybe just arriving into your body and taking a second for yourself and then it can upscale it to excitement or oh wow I just discovered this wow I'm really good at this wow this feels great <laughs> and then just or you're you're suddenly coming across wait no I am so jaggedy in my body today this whole session is actually going totally wrong and I'm not feeling great that's anger you're experiencing mm. you're supposed to be experiencing anger at the moment you're just not allowing it to be you're totally in your head just allow that this is actually showing up for you and experience it and allow yourself to experience mm, it. And then once you move into that, maybe you suddenly feel excitement and yeah, I just powered through that. That's great. And then, um, yeah, I, I try to as well tap into um, uh, a little bit more feminine style, a little bit more masculine style mm -hmm. in that class as well. And... Um, uh, so the salsa music is really going into the feminine, the um, more jaggedy um, trance-like music is going into the masculine, and then at the very end, there's an element of letting go, and just um, 
definitely in between as well arriving again of course but at the very end it's um it is what it is exactly it is what it is but so that's how yeah i would say music yeah really um yeah it has to be well played can that's help it. yeah exactly you also mentioned we talked about previously about this uh, continuous cycle of rest rehabilitation and recovery mm-hmm um, could you elaborate on the rest recovery? And mm-hmm. Yeah, so, right, I, I think um, the most, uh, the easier, right, the easier route is always going towards empowerment with instability, but the realistic aspect of life is that that's not going to be the case, that you're going to have to surrender, go into the state of surrender. Um, and that means being able to move through change, let some things go, be okay with that. And um, that's where uh, rehabilitation and recovery, um, understanding um, what tools you need to rehabilitate, what tools do you need to recover, what tools you need to rest. And we're all so different there. I f- and that's the information that we're still not talking enough about it's becoming more known but it's it's so funny with meditation meditation and and um all the uh you know meditation yoga um these more spiritual tools coming out it's still coming it's still moving towards empowerment mm-hmm. absolutely you're still trying to achieve yeah no try to let go and so that's where it really becomes interesting and that's the key to um, true stability, that when you actually give time and discipline, just the, all the discipline that you're putting into achieving, put some discipline as well into rehabilitation, and then you have, it's whole. It's mm-hmm. You have your full toolbox mm-hmm. to come back to, regardless of where you're at mm-hmm. and what you need. And um, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's really the the foundation to stability. Mm-hmm. Empowerment is, is, is more common and um, more liked by society and therefore we find it easier to go to. It's more sellable. Mm. <laughs> it might sound that now all these terms are like big and uh, it becomes a lot of, of, of um, investment in the sense of, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of work, body mm-hmm. work, body discovery. Uh, of course, it depends where one is at in their personal journeys, obviously. But it, it sounds like there's, you know, achieving empowerment, understanding, surrender, etc. But the idea is really to have it as uh, familiar to us and intimate to us as that you can really have it in your pocket exactly. and just use it exactly. throughout life, right? That's the purpose, yeah. Um, so, uh, yes. So we've tapped into very interesting uh, topics today. Mm. Um, essentially, uh, the way that I wanted to conclude this is, why does this matter? This mm. stability, why does it matter, right? Mm. And uh, you can help me also, obviously, mm. with this, but it's this sense of security and assertiveness really matters for our relationships, for the people we uh, work with, have uh, our uh, life with. Um, it brings ownership to, to us as individuals, but also to the people who we collaborate with. And it improves, I, I really uh, appreciate that you touched on communication, so the improvement of communication among teams, 
you also mentioned to me before about how does this go about this stability? Where can we find it in the very little tiny uh, places in our lives? It's the routines, the schedules, right? Yeah. Design. So, for instance, um, if so, we you were just very much speaking about right the qualities around work. Mm. So, just um, beautifully said, mm. I would just add the qualities around health. Mm. Um, so it's. Um, ultimately finding the routine the plans the protocol the way that works best for you according to your time energy mm -hmm. yeah because it's so overwhelming with all the health information we keep thinking we need to do what other people are doing no be inspired by it take a few things from it and that's what truly stability will 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 lead you to mm -hmm. to finding your own way exactly well Thank you for being here with me. Thank you. Coming up in the series, uh, we have our next episode, which is about agility, uh, being with emotions in an elastic way and how we create a resilient way of being. And we will tie this together, the teachings from stability and agility in a, in a following episode uh, around mobility, which is this mind-body connection which we are all subconsciously seeking in our journeys of personal development and personal growth.